Welcome to Dice and Dreary. Last time, our heroes had rescued the rest of the Mardikov family and put an end to the evil Lady Wachter. We joined them outside the Wachter Manor, deciding what to do with the body. You have uh, had just... Uh, Crethen, you, you were the one who stabbed her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I believe where we left off, you said you were going to dump her body in the, in the cellar and head out. Because yeah. the lightning bolt you cast was incredibly loud, and people had heard. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of a, a, you know, head on a pike would be a nice, nice touch and a nice warning. But we, you know, we still have business in town. And so, you know, if they, if we, if we send people on a, on a, on a chase looking for her rather than us, that would be great. So, yeah, I was going to dump her down the cellar and we're going to take off. All right. I did grab her ring. Yeah. Yes. And um, uh, we uh, are still awaiting Berggren's triumphant return, hopefully with a lightsaber. Yes. You should be able Uh, to find us. Listen for the loud noises. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As you are uh, dragging uh, Fiona Wachter's body uh, down the stairs, Closing it, closing it up, you hear some commotion coming from the street. Uh, it sounds like guards are approaching. Uh, at the very instant behind you, you hear this cracking, tearing, and, and feathers as the entire Mardikov family turns into ravens and takes to the trees. Son of a bitch. Uh, they start... <laughs> They're running away. They start uh, <laughs> cawing and uh, and some of the guards, uh, you, you hear, you hear uh, these guards that are coming, uh, murmuring about about the birds. And uh, one of the uh, one one of the Martikovs, you don't know which one, uh, flies over to a tree opposite of where these guards are coming from, and is is making little, little chirping noises, kind of moving its beak around, trying to get your attention. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, somebody's helping. Let's follow that one. Uh, I need the both of you to uh, give me stealth checks uh, as uh, this Mardikov is leading you to uh, to, to, to some, some some area to hide. Okay. Uh, and, and kind of escape here. So two let's, stealth checks. Um, yeah, and let's pass without a trace, too. All right. Good idea. Oh, where am I? I got a 31 with the plus 10. 31 and a 26. So, yeah, I don't think... I don't think anyone will be noticing you as you (laughs) slip away. Uh, Let... Just for the fun of it. Let's roll the guard and see... See what their perception gets. Uh, They've got a plus two. (laughs) They got a six. A six. (laughs) Um, As you're hiding... Uh, you notice that uh, the Martikov family, uh, though they appeared to be running away, has 
sort of surrounded the guards in the trees and are cawing at them, and the guards are becoming very distracted and upset by this whole situation. Uh, one of them throws a rock into the tree, misses them completely. Uh, but when they are finally arrive at uh, Lady Wachter's house, um, you are have slipped away into the bushes. Um, you can continue uh, to, to, to flee this area, uh, or you can hang hang about. What do you want to do here? You're you're well hidden as these guards are approaching to kind of investigate the noise they heard. Yeah, I think we, we make use of the time. And um, all right, uh, so uh, I had I had asked, um, I had asked through Esmeralda f- where Rictavio was buried. Do I remember that it was, was it, was it at the church graveyard? Yes. You know, uh, it's at the church graveyard. Uh, Rictavio, uh, did say he knew, he knew exactly as you pointed out last, last session. Um, and you, you, you know, the general area, uh, just because, you know, it's, you've only been to the graveyard once or twice here. You, you know, the general area, it's a rather, uh, sizable, graveyard but you shouldn't have too much trouble finding okay yeah I, I yeah i think we go ahead and go and let the confusion give us cover for a little bit we need shovels uh oh yeah 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 the uh the Bartikovs, i think they said that they had had some or they knew where some were yes uh and uh that was that wasn't a yes or no question <laughs> they, they, they have, they have them? some. Yes, oh, they okay. have them for you. Uh, specifically, what happened is Erwin uh, thought you meant go buy some at the store, and that's when <laughs> that's right. Dan- Danica called him an idiot and said, "We have some in the shed." <laughs> okay, yeah, the shed. That's uh, hey. uh, that's where I left my plus three exploding bow of fire too. So that's great. <laughs> it's good. It's good that we're finally looking for it there. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, okay. Let's head that direction first. It was a good place to spend the night that one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm assuming you're taking kind of the stealth route and not just walking down the street. Right. Yeah. You're we're gonna ways. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna do like the monkeys walk, um, uh, right down the middle of the street, <laughs> which is gonna be hard because there's a massive height difference. <laughs> the um, the Martikovs. Gizmo. <laughs> the Martikovs are guiding you. Uh, uh, pretty much the entire way um, at one point uh, one of them kind of jumps down in front of you and kind of puts its feathers or uh, its its wings up at you to kind of like stop you as some guards walk by a street uh, and then give you the the, the all clear sign to, to race across uh, as you had to have to travel to the southern part of the city and uh, you arrive to the blue at the blue water inn and it does not look like uh, it is open at all. It is boarded up. Uh, does not look like it has been in use for some time. The uh, as you approach, you see that shed that yeah. you uh, you slept in, and there is uh, there is a, a raven perched on top of it, looking at at the both of you as you're hiding across the street. Not too much activity around. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, push our way in. Inside the shed, you do find uh, some uh, uh, 
a rusty shuffle in the back, uh, along with some other gardening tools. I don't know if there's anything else you want. Pretty much um, some meager, you know, lawn care uh, implements are in here. But as you're... I, 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 I would think, yeah, I, I'm like, I do not know what else we might find useful. But I bet Crethen actually would. So I, I would think Crethen would know, like, if there was anything else we might find useful. Um, yeah, I think you for as far as, like, digging, a shovel will do. Um, the, I mean, is there, like, a backhoe in there? No. <laughs> Me, meager implements. Like, you, you might be able to find, like... Maybe a pick, but or uh, you know, there's some there's some burlap sacks, a, bl- a bit of rope, some broken boards piled in the back that are kind of rotted. <laughs> you Give know. me some time, I can get you that backhoe. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks later, this whole the whole graveyard is. <laughs> As you're in here, uh, retrieving your your shovel and your implement. Uh, you hear this horrible high-pitched screeching noise uh, coming from uh, down the street uh, as well as the shouts of guards uh, saying uh, get down from that uh, with their weapons uh, yeah, weapons drawn wait get down from what? you hear some guards just yelling things like get down from there and, and uh you hear like weapons being drawn and things. This is coming from down the street after you heard this high pitched screeching. It's like animal screeching. Is that piccolo? Was it monkey sounds or bird sounds? Why don't you give me a nature check? 13. 13 uh, monkey sounds. I guess we got to say piccolo, right? We have to say piccolo. <laughs> All right, we're, yeah. Let's let's try to get a little bit closer, sneak up, and and see what's going on. All right, uh, give me another stealth check, and I will give the guards thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. <laughs> a twenty. And twenty. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. <laughs> that was nearly perfect because I have a plus nine. That was a nineteen roll. <laughs> The guards don't see either of you as you approach. Uh, And there are uh, six guards standing around a tree. And there's this horrible screeching noise coming from the tree. And every now and then uh, a uh, a nut or like a branch comes flying out of uh, of the tree uh, towards the the guards. Sometimes it hits them, sometimes it doesn't. But these guards are are upset uh, and couple of them have swords drawn, are swinging wildly at the branches. Uh, and uh, you can see one of them is has kind of gone down the road a couple feet uh, and has retrieved an axe that he is now uh, marching towards the tree. The, like, the, the guards at Velaki are like very, like very focused on getting rid of whatever's annoying them at this point. <laughs> like, they go to extreme <laughs> measures. Like, it's a monkey. Walk away. But to be fair, they've had bad luck with uh, various animals. That's true, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and and don't forget, if they have been feeding Piccolo Goodberry, then his poo <laughs> is magical. Yes. 
That is canon. <laughs> um, also, I mean, you, you have noticed as you've been out here, the streets are empty except for the guards. Uh, Brahm also told you as much. Like, there is a complete lockdown going on in Velaki. Uh, the only people who are out are guards and military marching around. You think we could call for them from like down the street and tell them, hey, need help. Lady Walker's missing. I, I know our accents are not good. We can. With a deception. Uh, with a, a deception. good enough deception roll, you could probably pull that off. We are pretty distinct, though. They may recognize us. <laughs> Especially because deception is charisma based, and we all know that's my dumb stat. <laughs> You would have to beat their intelligence. So let's see. Oh, what well, never mind. Be. I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to cut down a tree to get a monkey. <laughs> I have. How many of them are there? Six of them. Five now with uh, the one with the big axe coming. Should we give it a try? Yeah, might as well. If it doesn't work, we can always. Uh, Attack! I just uh, we can talk our way out of it. Yeah, yeah. That always that's always been a thing for us. <laughs> Why don't you it's always uh, been good? Go ahead and roll initiative. Seven. Oh man, Stefan <laughs> with a fifteen. I thought I might be able to beat him. <laughs> that would be twice in this entire campaign. Uh, Piccolo goes first. Uh, I'm rolling for Piccolo. Piccolo just continues to scream. Uh, high-pitched squealing noise uh, definitely can be heard all throughout the town. Crithen. All right. Um, I'm going to, like, uh, uh, you know, like like scurry over to, to the next road and kind of stick my head out. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call... Um, call down uh, with my best Barovian accent... You guards, we need help down here. All right, give me a deception check. Ooh, <laughs> 18. 18. That's nice. a natural 20. <laughs> Nat 20 with a minus two. Oh, they still got it. They still hit one, it. One got it. Yeah, there, there's five more here. So two of them, uh, two of them aren't fooled. Uh, the other, let's see here, one, two, three, four, yeah, four of them, uh, they hear that call, uh, and kind of, like, their, their in guard instinct kicks in, there's civilians to go, to go harass, so they, 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 they start charging over, while, uh, one of them remains who uh he he remained because piccolo uh is just screeching so loud and he's right at the base of the tree sh like shaking it he can't hear and the other one is the axe guy uh that that comes running um but uh, you you probably have a about a round uh a round or two let's see here where's my d4 um of them being distracted before they kind of realize that there's nothing going on down that street uh d4 yeah, you got three rounds. Nice. Okay. You fooled them good. <laughs> so two guards remain for, for months now. <laughs> just in, in my in my room in Kresk. Just have nothing else to do. I don't have any books or anything. <laughs> Sprocket, you're up. 
the one with the axe within 60 feet? He is not within 60 feet of you. He the, the tree is within 60 feet. You guys are up the street a little bit. And he is like another uh, another 60 feet away from the tree. It's going to take him two rounds to get there. All right. Is there any other cover between us? Uh, plenty. Yeah, there, so it is, uh, this tree is kind of at the, uh, right at the, the, the T intersection. Uh, and you are on the far side of it, uh, kind of hiding between the houses here. So the streets are lined uh, with houses uh, right about on the map, right about here. There's a, a tree in that front yard that you're you're kind of. Um, so there's there are houses all around you. Um, you're up the street a little bit, and uh, the guards are kind of all, we're we're around here, but they have gone uh, down this down the southern street away to kind of investigate what what all that commotion that Crethen was yelling about. All right, what the hell? I'm gonna stride up to him and say, "Hey, where's Isaac?" Uh, you're just walking right up to the yep. the guard shaking the tree. I'm not gonna get close to him. Well, yeah, not close to him, but walking towards him. He hears you over uh, the screeching uh, that Piccolo's continuing to do, uh, and he puts his hand uh, on his sword and he says, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" None of that. Now I need to talk to your boss. Where is he? Uh, give me a deception check. 14. 14. Nice average. A four. <laughs> <laughs> now, keep in mind, this is one of the two that rolled 18 earlier, but they used up all their mental energy to, <laughs> to focus <laughs> on the monkey instead of the calls for help down the street. Now, now they're now they're gone. And now I'm going to need a refresher here. Did you guys kill Isaac? Yes. yes, we did. Yes, you did. And I have his arm. Do you have his arm? And I'm trying to think of the timeline there. They would have been. Yeah, that would have been a, a while ago. They, they would have known. I don't I don't under, understand what you mean. You you. Isaac's not my boss. What do you mean? He's a captain of the guards. You're a guard, are you not? Isaac's gone. He never came back from a patrol. So who's in charge? Nikolai Wachter. Nikolai? That hack? I'm sorry you got to work for him. That guy's a jerk. He's a drunk is what he is. So why are you still doing this job? Because it's our, it's our duty. Duty to who? To the Wachters. To Strahd. I, Strahd's got nothing to do with it. He doesn't even live around here. The Wachters, okay. They're not the best of people. He's starting to get a little suspicious here. Uh, why don't you give me another deception check? This time you have disadvantage. This should be good. <laughs> and then this guard, let's give him his intelligence check. He draws his sword. Valaki is part of Strahd's domain and we are, we are his servants. Who are you, traitor? So are you curious what happened to Isaac? Probably the same thing that's about to happen to you. So I will reach into my pocket and pull out the arm 
All right. This is what happened to the last guy that pissed me off. <laughs> Are you uh, swinging it at him? No, I'm just showing <laughs> or just, it. Just like point, or pointing it at him or just showing him, just like holding it out sideways to him? Yeah, I'll kind of point it at him. Point it at him. Um, let's see. Why don't you roll me... I want to say like an intimidation, but instead, give me an arcana check. 16? 16. You feel some sort of uh, the crackle of energy inside this arm. You think you might be able to do something with it. Uh, maybe something, use some, use some of its magical ability in this moment. Well, that's interesting. I think we'd heard rumors of him shooting fire. So I guess I'll see what I can do. There is this light, this orange light, uh, ball of light that appears kind of inside the palm of this hand that grows bigger. And this sphere of flame shoots out from the palm towards the guard. Guard is going to have to make a dexterity saving throw. What, uh, What is your spell save? Uh, 17. 17. He misses. Uh, can you roll 8d6 fire damage as this fireball explodes on him? 8d6? Oh, crap. Well, so much for just beating the guys in his submission. <laughs> uh, 28. I feel like when this explosion feet. happens, there is um, a screech from the trees and you see Piccolo bounding off to a roof to the west and running. The uh, the tree shakes, the ground is scorched, and there's this bright flash all around you. Uh, when it subsides, there is no guard there anymore. Um, about uh, 30 feet away, you can see the guard that was running up with the axe has now stopped dead in his tracks and is looking at this kind of smoke cloud that's erupting. Uh, and as you two are looking at each other uh, with, uh, you know, you with Isaac's hand or his arm uh, in your in your hand, uh, Sprocket, and about um, 60 feet away, this guard with the axe as you're kind of, you, you meet eyes and you're looking at each other through the smoke and flame, one scorched boot from the, the guard that was there falls to the ground. <laughs> This enrages the guard. Uh, and <laughs> That's not the choice I would have made. <laughs> he, he charges. <laughs> he, he I mean, charges. I mean, somebody threw a fireball at me on this very street not terribly long ago, and I ran. <laughs> <laughs> he charges towards you, uh, and you can hear some commotion from the other guards that have turned that turned down the path. They're turning around now and heading back. Uh, running towards the, the noise of the explosion. Piccolo continues to bound, uh, bound over the roof, through the roof, uh, and kind of up, down, over, around. It, he's, he's very fast. Uh, at one point, he somehow gets an apple and throws it at the axe, wielding a guard, and just kind of bounces off his head, uh, breaks, you know, splatters into kind of an apple chunks. Crethen, we're back to you. An explosion has just rocked this intersection, and uh, the guards are, are charging back to see what has happened. Uh, the, the the guard coming with the axe, how far away is he? 
He is 60 feet. He's just getting now getting into your your vision. Okay. I will I will call I will call for Piccolo. Um but uh yeah, I'm going to try to take this guy down quick. So I will longbow him. All right. 23 and 27. I'm pretty sure those hit. Yes, both yeah. of those hit. For 9 and 12. And that so, kills him. 21. <laughs> so he's running and you just casually shoot these arrows <laughs> and, and he just fall collapses to the ground. Uh, axe and axe and everything. Sprocket. Uh, it is your turn. Well, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> didn't I feed Piccolo at one point? What did you do, so. Preston? One of you did. Yeah, I think we. Um, I th- yeah, I think we actually both did. Although I should probably let you deal with it. You're the animal guy. Plus, you could talk to him. That's true. So I think I will just hold back and wait for Crescent to get Piccolo calmed down. Okay. Uh, coming around the corner, um, those four guards uh, come come rushing to the scene of uh, the, the explosion. Uh, begin looking around. Immediately see the both of you standing there. Um, and uh, they are, you know, you're, you're still 30 feet away from them. So they're, they're, they're still uh, too far to, to make any attacks, but they have all of their weapons drawn, all eyes on you. Piccolo, having heard you call Crethen, uh, you can see Piccolo bounding across the roofs and uh, is going to jump onto one of the guards' heads. I don't think it was my plan to de-escalate this. Uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Piccolo gets a 22. <laughs> that's, a, a, that's a crit. <laughs> a crit dexterity roll to land on this guard's head, tipping his helmet forward. Uh, and, and Piccolo's just screaming and pounding on it. Uh, and the guard now uh, can't see and is just kind of swinging, uh, to, swinging around to try and get Piccolo off of him. Uh, so he, the one of these guards, one of the four will be, uh, will be blinded for, for the next round. Uh, Crethen, it's back to you. You see these four ahead of you. There's now all this commotion going on, uh, with Piccolo involved. All right. Still going to, still going to try to deescalate because I'll, I'll, I'll call Piccolo, I'll pick Piccolo again. It's like, uh, Piccolo, here. Good monkey. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you give me animal handling to calm Piccolo down? Ten. Ten versus Piccolo's wisdom. Four. Is the, Piccolo is not. Not wise. Not wise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Piccolo understands. Um, the math doesn't. It, the. the the mechanics don't really work out that way. Yeah, well, you, Piccolo you was him. actually very wise. <laughs> yeah, Piccolo was very wise. You beat him, uh, but uh, so that Piccolo understands what you do, what you're trying to do. He he, he stops assaulting this guard, um, attempts to fix the helmet, makes it worse, and then just bounds off across the roof uh, and is heading over towards you. 
Uh, and uh, I will, what do you, is there anything you say to them? Yeah, it sounds like I'm, you're going to try and de-escalate. What's yes? I'm I'm going to tell I'm going to tell them. Um, you can serve Strahd, who will be dead within days, or dead again. I would go Thanks with for the correction. Boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or you can stand with your neighbors, in which case you might survive this. They need your help in Kresik. Go now. Why don't you give me a persuasion check? And this is going to be not versus any of theirs. This is going to be like a you're con- convincing them to, to to abandon the army, their Strahd's army, and they they know what happens there. So this is going to be this is going to be like a hard one. I'm going to say like a seventeen, sixteen, sixteen. <laughs> 16. I have a negative two, so there's... <laughs> I got a seven. A seven. They're not very convinced. All right, um, well... You, Sprocket does have a chance here if you want to attempt to convince them again. But uh, you haven't you haven't convinced them at all, Crethen. Are they clustered together? Like there are side three side? of them. There's, there's like three of them kind of uh, standing abreast, swords drawn... And one is a little further back behind them that was being assaulted by Piccolo is now kind of re- regathering his things. All right. In the continuing effort to de-escalate, I'll pull out a little jar of a black liquid out of my pocket and toss it at their feet and cast grease on the ground at them. At okay. All right. When slick we- grease covers the ground, 10-foot square, centered on the point within range. And turns into difficult terrain. Each creature must make a dexterity save or fall prone. What is your dexterity save? What does it say? What it is? Seventeen. Seventeen. Oh gosh! All of them slip and fall. Uh, we're gonna have to put some like whoop, 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 sound effects in here. <laughs> I've been wanting to use that spell forever. <laughs> it is very comical how they all just suddenly slip and fall on their ass. Uh, and the final one, uh, let's let's give him a check as well. Yeah, he comes running over last to catch up with uh, the rest of his troop and slips and falls on top of them. Uh, they are all prone now. Uh, anything now, you say to them? Now, do you think we can talk about this a bit? We give don't want to have to kill you. You see this thing I'm holding here. You might recognize it as Isaac's arm. And you might ask yourself how I came across it. They're shaking. Uh, give me either a persuasion or intimidation with advantage. Uh, should be the same. I'm going to go intimidate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eight with advantage. <laughs> we are so charismatic. You and, 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 and like and like I'm coming up right behind him going, Yeah. <laughs> you're, and you're undead. <laughs> um, yeah, they, like like if if we can't if we if we have an eight on intimidate, where I look like a zombie and he's holding Isaac's arm, like we just need to quit trying to do this check and just shoot people. <laughs> I've got one more. I think I can try. <laughs> Uh, it, does it involve an action? So you've used your action on Greece. I would pull out the signet ring. 
The signet ring. Okay. Like, uh, I'll oh, make the, that's a, a free action, and this one you can do a, a one final persuasion check. Uh, no, no advantage or disadvantage, just a straight up persuasion for showing the signet ring. Ooh. Ooh. So they were looking. By the way, your boss is dead too. <laughs> they, they were looking like they were they were weighing the pros and cons of betraying Strahd and knowing what would happen versus, uh, uh, you know, staying loyal to them and, and knowing what horrible things would happen then. Uh, and as you showed them the signet ring that that sealed it for them, they they struggle to stand up and, and crawl away and, and just take off running uh, to the west. Piccolo. Well, not the outcome we were going for, but it works. <laughs> Piccolo jumps down uh, from the, the the roof into a tree and then uh, onto the ground uh, in front of you two. Uh, looks at you and, and makes a couple a couple monkey noises and then kind of lifts up its arms like, like Piccolo wants to be picked up. Um, let's get out of this area. Yeah, I'll pick him up and, and say, hey, we're going to go meet an old friend. Uh, Piccolo grabs on to you. I am not, I am, I'm not casting speak with animals for that. Speak with I animals, spells. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Piccolo just uh, grabs on to like the, the back of your head. He's just like hold, holding on, uh, stand, standing on your shoulders, holding onto your head uh, as you take off into, uh, into the shadows. Um, the guards, uh, you, you saw them just run off down the street. All four of them, they, they have abandoned their posts. They, they've headed off. They're, they're, they're done. Uh, where to now? Um, there was some commotion here, so definitely if there are other guards in the area, they would have heard it. Um, but it's strangely quiet around the streets. Probably try to sneak sneaky way to the graveyard. Yeah, head north. Yeah. That way we won't have to cross the street again. All right. All right. So head north through... Uh, through the line of houses that are along the road and uh, behind them are uh, trees and uh, just beyond this row of trees there's there's a, a gap of, uh, of an open field between this line of trees and then the wooden wall that uh, stretches around the city of Velaki and you would know occasionally there will be a guard that passes by this wall. There are patrols along the walls. And you can see all along this wall, uh, this, to the, the northwest of town, uh, mainly up near the north in the uh, clearing there, but there are tents. It looks like a, a military camp has been set up here. Um, it's middle of night. There's a little bit of, of commotion, but not... Uh, most people are most people are asleep. Some people have woken up from that explosion, but uh, you know there hasn't been anything more from it. There's a guard or two hanging out around there, reassuring them everything's okay. Flat out lying, but okay. Yeah, try to try to avoid them. You want to try and recruit these guys? We're <laughs> good at that. <laughs> I mean, you know, second time's gotta succeed, right? <laughs> How long does your uh, past without a trace last? 
Uh, what was it? Ten minutes? Let me look. If it's ten minutes. Uh, it's still uh, now active. an hour. Oh, sorry, it's an hour. hour. Oh yeah, still active. Uh, why don't you give me your stealth checks to make it past twenty twenty nine? Fourteen. Fourteen. I'm glad we did pass without a trace. Gee, help. <laughs> and then perception for guards, just to see if you're you're spotted. A three. <laughs> they, never These mind. It didn't matter. <laughs> are bad. <laughs> These I are see the you worst in that guards. One and raise you in that one. <laughs> These are the, the worst guards ever. Um, Piccolo uh, has calmed down and is quiet as you're you're sneaking along the trees. Uh, you see, you see some guards talking with uh, with some soldiers. They're looking. Uh, over towards where uh, the, the fireball explosion happened, quite a bit of ways away, and, and through the trees and everything. So they're they're just kind of a, you know what's going on over here, and, and some just some murmuring going on um, further off in the city uh, or up the, the the camp. You can see that there you know there's some cooking, but again, it's the middle of the night, so not many people are up. Uh, but you make it to, uh, are you approaching the church from the back, from like the northern end, or um, from the southern end near the road? Um, if if the way is cl- kind of clear from the north, now, I, I mean, the church is, if I remember right, just a shell of a church, so we could just like yes. walk through it too. Yes, <laughs> it is the, it is ruins. Yeah, burnt ruins. Um, which... Which might be the best way, you know, um, have the, the the cover of the ruins. And so kind of split the difference to go between. What do you think? Yep. Sounds good. All right. You head between uh, the trees. You stay low uh, under underneath the brush uh, to avoid any of the sight of the guards. And you make it to the edge of the burnt out church. There are uh, the the wall that's facing you is uh, more intact than the rest of the church, uh, but uh, just about the top two th- uh, top third of this wall is missing. All of the stained glass windows are busted out. Uh, peering over, you can see the 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 empty shell of what was once the church, and it it now uh, the the western wall is completely gone. Uh, and it looks like it's a, a stage almost that overlooks the graveyard. Uh, the most of anything that was left behind in the church has been taken out and removed. It really is just uh, just the the outer shell of of what remained from the the fire. All right. Is there um, any body or thing around that Would we're looking at? Would you give me a perception check? Both of you, because you can't see very far. Crescent. Four. See, I told you. I definitely got distracted by uh, by some rocks. Fourteen. You don't see anybody. Um, only just a a, a low hanging uh, fog around the, the tombstones. Oh crap. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. So, like, um, how? Like, how precise do we know where the grave is? Give me an intelligence check. That's a two. 
That's two, two nat ones in a row. Hey, you look like you were thinking. What uh, What are you thinking of? <laughs> Where did he tell me the grave was? I should have written that down, right? Mine's at 20, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I rolled an 11. You think that it's, it's near uh, the 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 front near closer to the church area on the right side uh, to which then Sprocket corrects you that it's it's the back left. <laughs> I just kind of walk up to it. All right. Um, should. Well, what was it marked with? Did he say uh, that was uh, a- another side effect of your um intelligence check is you were you were thinking it was van richten uh, that it was marked with but it's actually marked rictavio okay so it does have a it, it's it does have a proper yes. gravestone proper on it. proper gravestone uh, everything are you heading out there um would i be able to see the uh, like the indentations well enough to read them passing by or would I need to touch them with my helmet on? Oh, no, you would be able to see them. They're they're carved. Okay. Anything yeah, carved, you'd be able to read. Carved would, yeah. Would I be able... No, they're probably stone. What was You said would. I said, no, they're probably stone. Oh, thank you. Just if I have that. to explain the joke, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, would the gravestones be there in our in the uh in the the hags little what whatever dimension it was the ethereal plane yeah yes okay like um i'm sprocket like i can i can get into the ethereal plane and like make sure we have the precise location of this thing and um or should we just go out and try to find it. It's not huge. I mean, it's up to you. I don't know much about the ethereal plane. Well, hopefully there's nothing ethereal in there. Okay, I'll be back. And um, I'm going to use the, 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 the heart thing to um, give me uh, give me an ar- arcana check. That's, that's what I'm good at. Oh, I am good at it. 18. You pull out this heart. Um, you you hold it in your hand. You can feel how unnaturally cold it feels. Uh, and you... Uh, to be fair, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, feel yourself uh, kind of being pulled over into the ethereal plane and as you step on over it's it's this black and white world where you can still sort of make out the features around you but it's it's a it, it's distorted and, and shifting all of the time a, a little bit hard to see um, through the graveyard uh, you see a figure this this white figure with these flowing tattered uh tattered clothing uh, behind it that is it's moving slowly from from one side of, of the the graveyard to the other 
Do I have any idea what it is? Uh, why don't you give me a nature check? Fifteen? Uh, a fifteen. Uh, you think that this might be a banshee. Hmm. Okay. Do I know... Like, would this banshee be able to... Like, okay, this... Is this banshee in the in the ethereal plane? Would would it be able to attack us from the ethereal plane into the regular one? Much. Why don't you give me like a like arcana check, I guess, to see what you know, what Crethen would know about the ethereal or nature, maybe. Uh, eight. Eight. The um, yeah, you you're not sure. You're not you're not you're not totally sure about the rules of ethereal creatures. You know you're on the ethereal plane, and you can attack and be attacked by things on the ethereal plane. And you know the material is the same way, but they can't cross over unless there's some sort of magic or being used. Or you know, normally they can't cross. Okay, I'm uh, I'm going to I'm going to shift back into the normal plane. Okay. And uh, and say, uh, well, there's a there's a banshee in the ethereal plane, so we're. Hopefully well, that it sounds fun. Come over here, and I'm going to say it's over there. Moving away from where you want to go is when you last saw it. Okay. Um, I don't know whether a banshee can attack us from the ethereal plane, or if it would have to move into the normal one. I would assume that it would have to move into the normal one, but um, maybe it won't notice us if I don't go back. But we can hope. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just going to do it this old-fashioned way then. Let's try to sneak over there. All right. Uh, you make it without without issue uh, over to the uh, the grave. It um, seems seems to be reasonably well taken care of, as much as as an abandoned church can be. Uh, it says uh, <laughs> Rictavio is just carved in it. Very simple. Um, and you start digging, uh, trying to keep a low profile, I assume. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, grave robbers right by the main road. Yeah. There's only so much of a low profile you can keep, you know, but if somebody walks by, we're going to pretend to be like leaning against shovels and smoking. Thanks for listening to Dice and Dreary. Our players were Crethen, played by Paul, Sprocket, played by Ken, and our DM, Jeff Adam. Editing and sound design by Jeff Adam, and music by the Techno Funk Boy. Links to Dice and Dreary soundtracks can be found in the show notes. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. 